might be a country Or a pleasant sight to see But the girls in white beard country Got the same grandpa as me So I split for Silver City With my Bridget Blue But the boys in Silver City Had their eyes on Bridget too I was born in a white beard country Where the hills are made of clay I lived my life without a wife And expect to die that way listening to a special podcast produced by UMFM 101.5 in partnership with the Winnipeg Folk Festival. Running Thursday, July 5th through Sunday, July 8th at picturesque Birds Hill Park, Winnipeg Folk Festival is a celebration of people and music that has been one of North America's premier outdoor music festivals for over 40 years. I'm Bruce Tullock, host of Beer for Breakfast, and this episode spotlights Casey and Clayton. We're happy to be joined by Clayton a duo of cousins from Saskatchewan. It's a family band in every way. Casey's grandfather taught the family how to play guitar and uh, Clayton when he was eight. And before they were teens, they were jamming. And by the time he was driving, he had already co-founded his own folk festival. The folk festival is no more, but Casey and Clayton's rise to fame is meteoric. 
They came as they came as young performers to the Winnipeg Folk Festival in 2011 uh, with a, a beautiful throwback folk album. And they are back this year. Their latest album, the the Siren Song, harkens back to that the the heyday of when country rock was just starting. Welcome, Casey or Clayton, I should say. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks, Bruce. What uh, the last time we talked was seven years ago when you were uh, a young performer at the at the folk festival. It's a great great program. So many have gone on to uh, big careers. And since then, you had a, a an independent album, and then you put out another album. Uh, the name is uh, Strange Country. Strange Country. That was the next there one. There we yeah. go. And this one, it's a full band, at, produced by none other than Wilco's Jeff Tweedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the instant reaction is wow. How to tell tell for everybody wants to know how that came about because at folk festival, you know he is one of the most admired icons to to grace the stage. So everybody wants to hear about you and Jeff Tweedy. Well, uh, we we first met. Uh, let's see, about two years ago, Casey and I opened up for Wilco at the Fillmore in San Francisco. Uh, every they were playing uh, like a five-night residency, and they had a different uh, support group every night. And we got to be one of those bands. And that, that's when we met uh, Jeff. And from then, we just sort of kept in touch. We, we uh, you know, he's got great taste in records, and we, t- we have a lot of, you know, favorite bands in common, and... We were going through Chicago a few weeks after uh, playing with them, and he told us to come by the studio, the loft, and uh, have a look. So we stopped in, and he was there working on some music, and he played. He showed us all his, all his you know, where he makes music. And uh, so he invited us to come make a record if we wanted to, and we were getting ready to record at the time, we actually had the studio booked in Saskatoon um, for the winter, but we we changed our plans and went to Chicago instead. You can't turn down Jeff so, Tweedy. No, it was a obviously a, a something we couldn't really turn down, and you know a very exciting thing. So I'm happy we did it. Very happy. And, and it's, I don't want to say it's a, it's a departure, but it is a rapid evolution you, you, because you guys have a, a very great basic sound. By basic, I mean, there's not a lot of instrumental, you know, there, there there's two vocals, there's, a, you know, it's, it's very simple and uh, plaintive and down to earth. Uh, oh, well, thank and, you. And, uh, you know, it, it's something that, that goes back to the the roots of, of folk music and blues, and we're going to get into that in a, in a second. Uh, but this, uh, the first time I heard it, I, I, I you could have knocked me over with a feather. It's this, this big, I mean, a big sound. It can get quiet, like the, the title track, or, you, you know, uh, it can get loud. <laughs> and, and rock well, is like white white butte um, country. Uh, was was that Jeff Tweedy's the, uh, doing, or how how did that come about? Well, you know, we I, 
how that came about was actually since we when we released the album Strange Country, which also had a rhythm section on it, mm-hmm. um, we started playing live with a band just more frequently than as the as the duo. For the simple fact that we were having trouble playing the material and having it, you know, be heard a lot of the places that we would play, you know, bars and typical places for uh, bands to play. Just too, uh, a little too noisy to play uh, acoustically often. So between that and, uh, you know, our love of, all kinds of country music and uh, early rock and roll. We just thought it would be exciting to start playing with a band. So leading up to the recording of the Siren song, we had been playing with a band almost all the time. So it was kind of just a natural thing to do, record in the, in the way that we'd been playing live. So now, now it's now it's a band. We we can stop saying. I mean, it's a it's a duo, but it's a band now. Hmm. Yeah. Although it's uh, after touring with a band for a couple of years, it's it's a costly thing, and and we're ha- we're starting to to play a bit more as a duo again. You know, we play as a band when the when the budget allows. And then does yeah. the does the budget allow with the folk festival? Are you bringing the band? Yeah, or... we'll have the band. We'll have the band for the folk festival. And what what about the, with the older songs? Do you uh, rearrange them for the new stuff, or do you pull out songs that we haven't heard yet? Uh, well, we've we've rearranged some older material to fit the band, and I suspect we've got a lot of new songs. I don't know how many of them we'll be playing by time uh, of the folk festival, but you might hear some new songs. It's a pretty pretty good mix of of material from our last three albums, and so forth. Well, this uh, three albums, this will be uh, your third trip to, to the Folk Festival. Uh, tell us what you dig about it. This is the Winnipeg Folk Festival podcast, after all. Well, uh, I've, I've seen a lot of great shows there at the Winnipeg Folk Festival. One of my, actually one of my favorite live performances of my whole life uh, was seeing Robin Hitchcock and the Sadies play the Stage Fright album, and I've had a lot of good times there with friends, and uh, it's a beautiful park, so I'm excited to come back. I always like to stay at the Westin, too. That's uh, <laughs> always feels nice. I camped there one year, which was fine, <laughs> but I certainly prefer fancy downtown Westin. I uh, yeah no I I hear you uh, been there been there camping uh, I I I'm I'm sold on glamping you know <laughs> my yeah the the Westin is is the way to go it it's a uh, yeah we're not going to talk about how <laughs> how soft we've gotten but uh, the 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 press has been great people love you everywhere do you feel ever feel that that puts a, like some sort of pressure on you where it's like Oh, they're raising the expectations to a point where they're expecting something that we're not, or do you pay attention uh, to it? You know, I've never, I don't, I try not to think about it at all. Uh, it can be, it's, it's very nice. It's like a great encouragement, you know, when it's positive, which we've been lucky because a lot of it has been positive, but I think it can be dangerous to get too 
uh, attached to that. And then because, you know, the disappointment when it's negative is, is quite big. So if you put too much stock into that, I think it can be dangerous. And and when when it is negative, how do you how do you resolve that? You know, like ooh, do, you know, because I I know some people that that can't, some artists can't look at the reviews because they'll, they'll internalize it, and they'll obsess mm-hmm. over that. You know, everything was great, but it, you know, whatever is uh, was always hitting this sour note, and and they'll start wondering whether they should get a new guitar or they should play different or and it, and, it, and it wraps around their head. Uh, others go eh, brush it off. You know. Uh, what is your relationship? You know, relationships with the media are a hot topic these days. Do you read uh, the articles, or once you've done the interview, hey, I was there? Um, I, I sometimes I'm pretty curious about what they say. But my dad told me uh, one time something like, "You're never as good or as bad as you think you are." So that's kind of the attitude I try to keep with such things reading reviews, you know, don't, don't take any of it too, too seriously because, you know, that time can be better spent trying to work on something else. And we, uh, and speaking of something else, uh, let's get it, let's get into other music. Uh, you, you've got a, a, a deep love, you mentioned a, a love of old rock and roll and country music in, in all its forms. Uh, also, we know you're a big blues fan, like old blues. When you and Jeff Tweedy, I don't, I don't want to make about this about Jeff Tweedy, I just because you name dropped him. I shouldn't say you name dropped him. I name dropped him. But you talked <laughs> about the the important part isn't the name. The important part is you mentioned listening to records with him. So I want to hear about the record party when you, when you're sitting down with somebody. He's like, oh, you got to hear what what are you pulling out? What do you like to listen to? What do I like to listen to? Yeah, like well, we're, if we we're going to have a record party at, at your pad, what are the what are the records you're going to pull out first? Well, right now, uh, I'm absolutely obsessed with a Hoyt Axton record called "My Griffin Is Gone," and uh, I'm always listening to a lot of traditional British folk music, um, mostly Shirley Collins and. Uh, the Watersons, and a lot of country music, lots of Merle Haggard, and it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I could go over to my <laughs> record <stack laughs> no, right all right. now, but I think I've given you, <laughs> it's kind of, it's hard to remember that stuff, because uh, it's just, I listen to a lot of it, and I listen pretty frequently. I'm always I'm always asking the questions that I could never answer. So uh, yeah, there there is no judgment. I, in those in those moments where you're not playing music, not listening to music, do you or do you have any moments where you're doing something else? How do you uh, kick back from it all? Well, um, let's see. I I have a garden. I mean, I don't really. I'm not really a gardener, but that's one thing. Uh, that I, I go pull the weeds in the garden sometimes. <laughs> but I guess I like to read. Pretty normal things. Well, it used, normal. used to be normal. I mean, we're starting to wonder these days whether people read or not. Uh, what kind of stuff? Science fiction? Oh, I, I read a lot about um, the Great Plains. I'm pretty obsessed with, uh, like, Western Canadian and uh, the old... The old West, that sort of history. Um, 
ranching history and such. But I don't, you know, it's not like I spend, like I'm some sort of historian <laughs> or anything. That's just the kind of thing that I that I like to uh, read about Saskatchewan. Anything to do with Saskatchewan. <laughs> <laughs> A- anything to do with Saskatchewan that isn't the Rough Riders. Yeah, I hate <laughs> I hate football. I mean, my parents are really obsessed with with uh, the CFL, and I I can't stand it. I'm not a sports guy, so. And they let you back into Saskatchewan. Oh yeah, we just <laughs> they they overlook that, you know. It, yeah, people people talk about the Jets here, but uh, yeah, we know what it's like there for for Rider Nation, and uh, and and it's all consuming. That that's uh, most all of... consuming. That's a good one. Well, Clayton, thank you ever so much for your time today, and we uh, can't wait to see you back at the Folk Festival. Uh, Clayton, what what should we play for the folks off? Uh, it, it's your choice as we go out. Uh, we played mm. uh, we played my favorite and uh, and your song "White Butte Country." The the rest of it uh, of the vocals have been left to Casey and, and her mm. gorgeous voice. What should uh, what should we play the folks? Well, why don't you play uh, why don't you play in the song that comes after that one on the album? Certain kind of memory. <laughs> We all have those, and we were talking about those with our other uh, guests, as well as as, as uh, Clayton Linthicum from the duo Casey and Clayton. I'm Bruce Tullock, and you've been listening to a special podcast spotlighting Casey and Clayton, who will be performing at the 2018 Winnipeg Folk Festival. To hear more featured artists, visit umfm.com, and be sure to visit winnipegfolkfestival.ca to get tickets to this great event running July 5th through the 8th at Birds Hill Park. Yeah.